Another good morning for an industry update. Mr. Tyler Kern, I know you've got some uh, exciting news to share for us coming out of the sports betting and fantasy sports world that's just continuing to legitimize that whole space as a future for investment and for uh, you know the broader betting industry. So Tyler, give us your updates here. Yeah, so um, as you know, I'm the degenerate gambler of the group. Um, right, and, right. <laughs> uh, we're going to come back to that term here in a minute because Caesars Entertainment announced today that it's making a strategic investment in Superdraft Inc., which is a fantasy sports platform. Now, Superdraft is a daily fantasy sports draft that is in the same vein as DraftKings or FanDuel. So it kind of lets you each day you might set a lineup or set a roster or choose who you think might win a certain competition that each particular day, as opposed to more traditional fantasy, fantasy sports, Daniel, which I, I don't know like kind of to what degree you're familiar with those, but in like a, a traditional fantasy football league, you might draft your team at the beginning of the season, and then that's your team for the whole year. And the only way that you can change your team is you make trades with other people, you drop somebody, you pick up a player who was available, that sort of thing. Well, DraftKings, FanDuel, they kind of popularized the daily sports, uh, fantasy sports type of model where you were given a budget of you know a certain amount of money and then each player cost X amount of dollars. And so using the allotted funds that you had, you selected a team. And so uh, your your team changed every week and you competed online against you know millions and millions of participants and then you could win prizes that way and that sort of thing. So Superdraft is in that same vein with some small differences. But the, the big thing here is that neither party has revealed how much Caesars paid for its investment, but it has currently bought a minority stake in Superdraft. And the terms of the deal allow Caesars to buy an even bigger stake in the company if it decides to do so, and that could even be up to 100% stake for complete ownership. And so the exact timetable hasn't been publicly revealed or anything along those lines, but here's what Caesar's CEO Tom Rieg said. He said, the addition of daily fantasy sports fits seamlessly with our strategic vision for mobile and online sports. He also went on to say that the uh, the stake will give his company access to a popular platform, enabling more flexible fantasy team building. And so um, all of you know when you when you take his comments in with uh, just kind of the other details of this um, this investment that Caesars made. What this says to me, Daniel, and I'll just give you my my hot take here is that. Caesars sees this as an easy path into everyone's pockets under the cover of fantasy sports. I don't think that it's some big mystery, um, but the, the, what I think they're doing is smart, and they're not the only ones trying to do this, right? DraftKings and FanDuel are doing this in their own ways as well. But the connotations around quote-unquote sports betting, while they have gotten a little bit more mainstream and you do see more discussion about, uh, hey, what's the line for this game, you know, a sports betting term, or, you know, uh, who's favored for this matchup, that sort of thing, it has entered more popular lexicon. But, you know, I think for a lot of people, sports betting still holds this negative connotation of the mob and, um, you know, some degenerate gambler who's racked up thousands of dollars worth of debt that lives in his mom's basement, you know, something along those lines. And so I, I think that, to a certain extent, if sports betting is going to ever get any bigger than it currently is, it's going to have to use some different ways to kind of change the connotations and change the conversations around what it is, how you can be involved, and what sports betting really looks like. And so I think by going under the guise of fantasy sports and kind of getting in, and you can earn Caesars rewards through you know your your participation on Superdraft, you can kind of become part of their preferred club, things along those lines. What they're doing is kind of getting their hook in 
without it actually being out and out sports betting what you think of as you know uh, you know, putting 20 bucks on a game or something like that. And so Caesars grows the empire and brings people into the wider ecosystem of sports betting under this kind of, um, under the umbrella of, well, it's just daily fantasy sports. And fantasy sports are harmless and everybody plays it, you know, and that's just kind of what it is. Uh, that's kind of the the method here. And I think it's really interesting and I think it's a, it, it's a smart strategy for a place like Caesars. Yeah, you know, it's interesting that they are trying to be a little more covert with it because uh, it must speak to uh, some sort of market insight that they have on marketing their their brand and marketing sort of what gambling is as a lifestyle. Uh, it usually doesn't have a particularly positive connotation. I wouldn't say it's like the most negative of all the vices, but it definitely has a, um, you know, a sour connotation. And so uh, if they pushed this as, you know, hey, you rabid sports fan, pump all your cash into our platform and maybe you'll be a millionaire, uh, you know, there might be too many uh, grounded voices in the sports fans life to keep them from doing that. But like you said, the daily fantasy sports vibe, the, uh, community that comes with that, the, um, the sort of gamification of the entire process that comes with that, uh, I think is a, yeah, a more strategic way to try to bring in, a different fan base into the larger gambling ecosystem. And obviously, uh, casinos are set up so that you, the gambler, loses money. If they paid you out too much, they wouldn't be a profitable business. So, uh, obviously, they're not doing this to, like, get you money. What they want to do is build an ecosystem where you're willing to lose money because the value of the service is high enough or the game is exciting enough. Um, and, you know, I, I think there are uh, valid critiques on, you know, uh, the danger of something like that and, uh, you know, the more removed it feels like you are from the gambling experience, maybe the easier it is for the for the consumer to get lost in the sauce. Um, and, you know, I'd be really interested in getting some more detailed research on how gamblers, uh, you know, whether um, – very consistent ones or just more like, I don't know, hobbyist gamblers, uh, casino frequenters, how they view their activity, right? Do they view it as I am doing this to win money? Do they view it as I have nothing else to do and I'm doing this to pass the time? Are they doing it because I love to play the game, right? And I think that will say a lot for how you hook people. So if you know, if Caesars knew that every single person that was going to the casino is going because they are determined to win cash, um, they would probably advertise this as more of a cash winning opportunity. Or if they felt like the sports audience in general, uh, or at least the, the, you know, maybe the football audience, regardless, that audience, you know, was a fiending for, um, gambling or for, you know, making a quick buck. 
However, uh, I have a feeling that their market research identifies their audience as one that is very varied and probably one that is looking for a fun experience that enjoys the activity of the game. And the money is kind of like you go into it knowing you're probably going to lose some cash, but you do it anyways because it's worth it or it's fun or you do it with your friends. And so I think them pushing it in that direction will uh, you know, solidify the move. I think it will give it more longevity because it's not totally tied to just sort of an, an extravagance. Uh, but we shouldn't be naive that clearly the move here is Caesars is trying to bring more folks into the uh, gambling ecosystem. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's quite the move, but I have a feeling it's going to pay off for them. I think you're right. And uh, just my final point is that I think that you put it in a good context because the way that I view putting five, ten, whatever amount of dollars on a game, which I'm a small, I'm a small bet guy just for fun. But the way I view it is, okay, there's a game on that I'm mildly interested in. By putting five bucks on it, I, I know I'm not expecting to win money from that but by putting five dollars on it i've just vastly increased the amount that i'm interested and invested in everything that goes on in that game and if for five bucks i'm more entertained than i would have been for those three hours i think of it as money well spent so if i if i think about it in entertainment terms i'm cool with it if i think if you go into sports betting thinking this is how i'm gonna get rich this is how i'm gonna pay for that trip to you know fiji next year or whatever uh you're gonna be very disappointed yeah, right. You're, you're going to be the protagonist of Uncut Gems, too. 